Hey, welcome back to Manny Reads Comics, where I take some of the comics in my pull list and I recap slash review them. And uh, today, I pulled out Justice League number 61. Now, I don't know if you're listening to any of these or if I even made a review on Justice League 60, but I did say, and I have been saying, that Brian Michael Bendis is doing a pretty good job with uh, Justice League. You know, a lot better, in my opinion, than he did with Superman. Uh, but this is a, a pretty captivating story so far, and I've been giving it nothing but good props. So, of course, 61 comes in, and uh, I'm starting to rethink everything that I've said. Uh, I think, uh, so just to spoil my rating, I did give it a 6 out of 10, so it's not horrible. It's just not great. I don't know. I don't know if I can... I mean, I'm going to try to explain it, of course, but... It's, it's a story, and it is the middle of a story, so I guess I, I have to keep that in mind. Um, but this this issue, 61, not that great. Um, so let me just start off with a reminder of the new Justice League lineup. It's not the same lineup anymore. Uh, we have Superman, Batman, Flash, Aquaman. Those are the four that have remained pretty much the same. They're like the staple of Justice League, I guess. Uh, Wonder Woman is still missing. Um, no one really knows where she is. Um, and I mean, I know where she is because I'm reading Wonder Woman as well. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Hawk Girl is number five. Green Arrow, Black Canary. To replace Wonder Woman, I guess, we have Hippolyta, which is her mom. And then we have Black Adam as well, which is an interesting choice. And I think, I think Black Adam is not going to actually be part of the Justice League, like a, a, a main character um, that goes for Hippolyta as well. Uh, I think they're just there for this mission in particular. And the last one, which again, another, she's just here for this mission most likely, is Naomi. Um, and of course she's in this because we are headed into her world. The main villain, Brutus, is uh, from her world. Um, so a lot of things connect with her. Um, but... We last left off in issue 60 where the Justice League found a way to go into her homeworld, Naomi's, and um, once they got there, they were separated. Um, and that was it. That's how it ended. Um, so here, we uh, we get Brutus talking to someone to, uh, named McMurph, who is the inventor of the, she calls it a interworld teleportation device, uh, which, is, which is what has been allowing Brutus to go from his world to the to our world, basically Prime Earth, um, and they're just just dis discussing taking over Earth. And McMurph says it's probably not worth it. You've already went twice. You got defeated twice. Um, let's just find another world. You know, um, let's not waste resources. And uh, Brutus is just saying like, no, it's very shiny. You would love it there. I think I'm gonna go back. And now that I know that I need to look out for these people, I'm more prepared. Um, we can do this. He wants to take over Earth. He kind of reminds me of Lobo, but like not as much, not very Lobo-like, but man, I'm doing a bad job describing him. He, so imagine Lobo, but with horns and not as uh, carefree. He does obviously care about some stuff, but like the way he reacts to things is mo mostly Lobo-like, but then the way he actually um, carries himself, not very Lobo-like, um, but still. That's just my my uh, interpretation of him. 
they detect a uh, what's it called a glorzes surge which i think the glorzes is more of an adjective than it is the type of surge um but i don't know it could just be different languages uh they seem to like to use shiny and dark as adjectives as well like this is very shiny or that's that's dark man uh i don't know that, that it's just weird but it's a it is a different world so um McMurph pretty much assumes that that's the the Justice League uh, found a way to get into their world, and um, Brutus goes out to to investigate. Then we start actually going to the Justice League. Like I said, they were separated, so we start off with Black Canary. Her first words, which at first I didn't really put too much thought into it because it's really not that big of a deal. And even after I finished the book, still not a big deal. It's just something I noticed. Um, her first words were ow <laughs> so she landed someplace and she i mean i guess it hurt so she said ow and um as she gets up she runs into a group of other people at first i thought that they were maybe like survivors of this home world because they got destroyed um it's, it's pretty run down that's why brutus is trying to take over earth is so that he can move his people to this to earth and take over um so I was thinking maybe they were survivors, but they, they are definitely working for Brutus. Um, and so they, they go into attack mode and uh, Black Canary responds with her with her siren scream. And uh, she notices that it's more powerful than usual. Um, she didn't mean to be as uh, to, to throw it out as, as powerful as it was, but um, she couldn't control it. So then we go to, to Batman. So then we go to, to Batman, and uh, his first words are ow. And that's when I started really actually noticing the, the ow, because Batman saying ow is, is just very, doesn't happen very often, right? So like why, that, that right there just brought my attention to it. And, and uh, it just got also got me like kind of thinking, I'm going to go on a little tangent here, but kind of got me thinking that Bendis is too... Justice League what Joss Whedon was to the Justice League movie <laughs> uh, and by what I mean by that is like Joss Whedon obviously made like put a lot more humor into the Justice League movie which none of us appreciated I, I assume um, I definitely didn't especially when it comes to Batman you know he Batman made too many jokes in my opinion for for uh, that Justice League movie um, and here we are now with Batman, his first words being "ow," um, my first, I didn't like that honestly, and uh, so I, so I said, um, okay, this is definitely I can see the relationship between uh, Joss Whedon and Brian Michael Bendis. They're both like, may, maybe just trying too much with the humor. I don't know, and well, at least I, Bendis is doing good with this so far. Uh, I may just be. Um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Just he gave me a bad taste with Superman. Honestly, that's that's pretty much it. I guess I'm jaded. That's, is that the word I'm looking for? Maybe I don't know. Um, but moving on. Uh, let's see. Batman sees Naomi uh, from a distance. Naomi is waking up. She's like, "Oh my God, we're back on my Earth," and she notices her hands are transparent. She can see them. She can. 
she says she can't feel them. I don't think she can feel them. She she sees them, but she can't feel them. Um, but then like those um those Brutus's thugs come in. They're about to attack Naomi, but Batman comes in, saves the day, does a little smoke bomb. Uh, he does his thing. After they're trying to escape, Naomi starts having a, a small like panic attack. It's not very severe or anything, but she is just like. Where am I Earth? What am I doing here? What's happening with my powers? Uh, and so she's just, it's, it's a lot to take in for her right now. She is relatively new, so we, we can't just assume that she's going to jump in there and, and be the best hero that she can be, right? Um, Batman just looks at her and says, DuckTales. <laughs> and, uh, and, that's, and she's like, what? And he goes, DuckTales, you feel better? And she's like, yeah, actually, I, I, how did that work? And... Uh, for me, when I read DuckTales, in my mind, I did the whole theme song and everything. Uh, so I'm assuming that's kind of how what, what it's supposed to do. It's like you stop thinking about what you're thinking. And either for me, like it would be I, I sang the theme song. And uh, for her, maybe she's imagining Uncle Scrooge going into the, into the uh, pit of gold or whatever. I don't know. But it got her out of her mind and she's able to concentrate on, on the situation now. Uh, they hear the Black Canary scream, and that's pretty cool because um, it comes up throughout the book. Is anytime they introduce wh- what another character is doing, uh, eventually it goes back to you see the scream happening off page, and so kind of says like all of this is happening within the first thirty, the, within the same thirty seconds or something, you know. So that's it's really cool way to just bring everything together. Um, then Superman. Uh, starts talking to Batman in this emergency world's finest frequency. Uh, that's kind of, I feel like I, I if if I was uh, any of the other members, I'd be like, I, hey, you're not going to give me a, a frequency or anything? Am I not part of the world's finest? That's, you know, it kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> no, but he has that frequency with him. He's talking to him and he's letting him know my heat vision's messed up right now. I can't control it. I'm open in the air trying to uh, minimize any damage. Um, Batman lets him know that Naomi was also having a little bit of issues with her problems, so it could be related. Uh, and then he mentions, no, not him. Superman mentions that this is the same thing that was happening whenever I was fighting Riddler or something like that. And then somewhere down the line, Batman also says uh, another like backstory. Like this reminds me of the situation when we did blank. And it's kind of weird um, because it's not the time to talk about past whatever. I think, and I hope, you know, obviously I hope I'm right, but I think that maybe later on it's kind of like a check. Um, like, is am I talking to the to the real Batman? Am I talking to the real Superman? In, in the sense of they say something that only they would know. Um, because it's just it just didn't flow right. That conversation was something that was off with it. So... That's what I'm suspecting. But Batman starts to suspect Naomi as a mega power, which is one of my questions at the end of this book is, what is a mega power? Is he talking about like a metahuman? Is he talking about some someone or something that can like take on Superman? I mean, I guess you can't really go past uh, Superman's power level. So what is, what is a mega power and what does Batman consider um, beings to be mega power? What other mega powers are there? Um, because it suggests that there are others. Oh, 
and another thing with the whole mentioning past uh, missions or whatever, maybe if it's not as deep as what I just thought it was, it could just be something as simple as Bendis trying to prove that he has done his research on these guys. Like I'm writing these characters uh, and I'm not just putting my own spin on it. I, I did my research and I know what's going on. It could be that as well. Or it could just be nothing and I'm over. I'm just overthinking it. But it is what it is. Brutus does find Batman, or not Batman, Superman, and uh, immediately knocks him down, says, thank you for showing up here. You saved me the trouble of finding you, um, and you you came to my home planet. So, you know, he's got the home field advantage. Uh, and and uh, while they're fighting, even Superman is still trying to be diplomatic. Like, like, why didn't you just ask for help? If this is the state of your home world, we you know we would have helped you. We would have taken in... Uh, your people as refugees set you up somewhere and, and get you started and uh <laughs> brutus is like yeah i could have done that but that's just not my style so again very lobo like but then that's that's pretty much where the similarities end um green arrow we go to green arrow and when he wakes up guess what he says ow and i don't know again i, I may be overlooking something but or not overlooking overthinking and uh i mean that that may well be the case uh i mean look at what happened with wandavision everybody overthought everything but still it's just very coincidental that these i mean i guess it's not coincidental since i don't know if i were uh launched into another world and i landed on hard ground i would say out too but i don't know it's it's written down so it's different i guess um when Green Arrow wakes up, he sees these thugs uh, messing with his green uh, with his with his arrow. Um, they point at him. They're they're threatening him, and he's like, "I I wouldn't do that, guys." And of course, they do it. They shoot the arrow at him, but he's got it set up to where it's for his own fingerprints. So as soon as they try to shoot him, it electrocuted the the holder, uh, and he's like, "I told you." <laughs> but uh, then at at that same moment, he hears the Black Canary scream. So that's happening at that same moment, um, and he's able to defeat them and, and move on. Then we go to Aquaman, and surprise, surprise, Aquaman is useless. <laughs> he just he said something about death, and I'm assuming there's no more water on this planet or something. I don't know, but he's just he looks bad. He looks in distress, and uh, he, he like I said, he whispers death or something like that, and he just knocks out he goes cold on the ground uh there is someone standing over him so maybe that person did something i don't know but uh, that's that's the only thing we see of aquaman and nobody else has asked like where's aquaman blah, blah blah or anything like that um so as usual aquaman is useless <laughs> and then finally we get to hawk girl uh and she confirms that her powers are, are very amped up she feels great while everybody else is like losing control of, her, of their powers she feels like she says that she feels almost tipsy with power um and uh also she brings up that she likes green arrow and black canary together which just confirms that everybody likes them together it's it's a good couple um and then finally the last member well actually not the last number you know what i just didn't realize but the last member to be introduced after arriving at this planet is uh, Black Adam. 
and he arrives. He makes this big old thing, like, let, get your hands off of Superman. And then he promptly gets off-screened by Brutus. Next time we see him, he's on the ground. And uh, that's embarrassing. And that's whew, tough, tough luck. But what I just realized right now at this very moment as I'm speaking, the person standing over Aquaman could have been Hippolyta. Um, maybe it was never Hippolyta to begin with. Uh, and it was a trap, and she's she's showed up there with them. Who knows? This is, again, just a, <laughs> a very out-there theory. But Hippolyta could have been the one standing behind Aquaman, um, either hurting him or just there to help him. doesn't matter. But like I said, she has not shown up at all while we've, while we've been introduced to everybody as, as they landed here. We didn't get an introduction to her. So that is, is weird. Um, so anyways, back to the battle. Brutus is standing over both Superman and Black Adam. And uh, he pretty much looks at the rest of them and says, so all I have to do is beat the rest of you and... I can go ahead and take over Earth. And, you know, pretty good logic. These, this is the Justice League. This is probably the best, not the best of the best, everybody, right? But it's a, a pretty uh, formidable group. So if he can defeat them and move on, it, it goes to reason, it stands to reason that uh, he can go to Earth and take over. And that's it. That's what, that's what happens. And, um... I, I I don't know. I guess I still stand with the sixty one with the six out of ten. It's better than I made it out to seem at the beginning. And even now, as I'm recapping it, it sounds better. It it sound there is uh some good scenes and everything, but I don't know. It's still still six out of ten. I would say it's too much of a build up. You we've already know that they're going to another world. Everything like that. It's the whole having everybody uh, introduced one by one. They should have taken two to three pages for that and then moved on. But no, they, they took the whole issue, and that's fine. It's not really not horrible, but I would have liked to, to just keep going. Um, but I will say that moving on and accepting this issue for what it is, I do like how they reacted as soon as they realized that they were in a different world by themselves. Each one of them was able to take care of themselves um, <laughs> except for Aquaman. Oh my God. I just, <laughs> uh, sorry. No. So yeah, each one of them was able to take care of themselves for the most part. And then finally, another positive is that it, there is some mystery what's going on with, with Aquaman. Um, is Brutus going to be able to defeat everybody? Does Brutus have more power here than he does on earth just because he's on his home world? Maybe, I don't know. But then again, everybody else's powers is amplified. And maybe it could be the fact of he's just got more control of his power than everybody else because they didn't they didn't even expect to have amplified powers here. And we haven't seen Naomi in action yet as well as we can see here in the cover. Um, she looks she's she's powerful. We know she's powerful, and even Batman says she may be a mega power, and she hasn't done anything yet. Uh, she hasn't faced Brutus yet, so that'll be most likely the next issue. Uh, so yeah. 6.5. I, I would say 6.5. Final answer. 6.5 out of 10. It's a good enough issue. Um, and it does have that um, story at the end with um, the Justice League Dark trying to find Merlin. Which I do remember something about it in Future State that Merlin takes over. It's a whole different... To me, I feel like that's a whole different alternate timeline. But they are following it here. It might end up going to that. 
feature state. Um, and it was it was good. The only question I had was uh, what happened to Zat Zatanna? Uh, why is she scared to use her power? If you guys know, let me know. Because again, I am lazy and I will not do my own research. But if you happen to know, please let me know. What is, uh, what's up with Zatanna? So basically, to wrap it up, my questions by the end of this is, what's wrong with Aquaman? Uh, what is the, what is a mega power? And uh, what's going on with Zatanna? Uh, why is she scared to use her power? Um, all in all, not mad that I read it. It's a good book. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, again, you're doing, doing fine doing great you're not messing it up completely as you were with uh superman but i will save my final judgment for the end of this arc that's it thank you for listening appreciate it if you're listening on spotify make sure you follow um, you can also watch this on youtube uh, at manny reads comics and uh if you do go there make sure you subscribe and as always make sure you're real heroes and you share and subscribe and with that, I'm going to say uh, have a good night. Thank you.